welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 282, Even If You Feel Like Stopping, an Encouraging Words episode coming to you on Sunday, January 23rd, 2022. Happy New Year. We're only three weeks in. I think we can still say Happy New Year to each other. If we haven't talked in the first month of the year, I think we should give ourselves a month grace period. So Happy New Year. I hope yours is going well. Mine has been going fast, but also great. Um, I've made a lot of changes. Uh, the changes seem to be good. So I'm going to go with, yeah, um, you know, 23 days in, I feel like it's been a good new year so far. So yay. And I'm very, very grateful because I know that um, not everybody can say that. Not to the beginning of every new year. Some people, it's just one or two new years. So you're like, yeah, this isn't a good one. Um, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling very grateful, you know, that I can say it's been a good year so far. Uh, and also I want to hang on to that because we are, after all, only 23 days in and 340 some to go. So, <laughs> um, but so here's the thing. I've had a lot of ideas for Encouraging Words episodes. Um, I've actually had far more ideas than the number of episodes that I've done. And I don't know how many I've done, but um, four years doing them once a week for a while and then once a month for a while. That's still a lot of encouraging words episodes. Um, and so the thing that I had been thinking about, wanting to tell you about, was because I was so incredibly excited, this Michigan girl who's lived in um, very hot climates and desert climates. Uh, when I moved to Sweden and then there was no snow the first year, I was almost wanting to cry. But this year, it started snowing on December 1st and pretty much snowed right up through, you know, on and off, right up through Christmas Eve. So we had a teeny tiny bit of white Christmas and I was so happy. And because of all the different kinds of moving that I've done in the last 20 years, I'm pretty sure that I have never run in the snow. And I thought, ooh, okay, um, the, the few times there's been any kind of weather, uh, the kind of weather that you're like, oh, that's the kind of weather I don't want to run in. I've had a gym membership, but I thought, you know what, this year I'm going to try to run outdoors during the winter because I'm crazy and I just want to do something challenging. So I was very excited that it started snowing and I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing to run in the snow like the pictures in the running magazines. <laughs> Let me just say, you can't really tell how cold those people are. I'm, I'm just putting that out there. So it snowed. I put on my uh, running shoes and barely 200 yards in or 200 meters into my run, I was realizing that the snow on the path had actually turned to slush and within just a hundred or 200 yards, my feet were cold and wet and um, colds one thing wet and cold is another and then add in the wind chill. And I was thinking, this is miserable. I should turn around and go back. And I was supposed to do three miles, uh, which I know sounds, um, if you're not a runner, it sounds ridiculous. It would have sounded ridiculous to me 10 years ago. But now I'm like, it's only three miles. So I feel good about that. Um, but I, so I was supposed to run three miles, 200 yards in. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to run at all anymore. I mean, this uh, the snow is not exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I thought, okay, you know what? Instead of running three miles, I'll run two miles. Now, when I run, I, um, I take this path through the fields and there's um, there's different kinds of, I don't know, produce of some kind. I'm a country girl, but I'm not a farm girl exactly. So 
um, edible things that farmers grow and sell are uh, in the fields on both sides of the path. And it's really a lovely path. I really like it. It is very, very windy. That's the thing I don't like. But um, the only way I can get home is to run back the same way I came. So that's an out and back run. So you run out. The only way you can get home is to run back <laughs> or walk back or whatever. So I thought, okay, I won't go one and a half miles for my three mile run. I'll just go one mile and I'll have a two mile run. Okay, I can do this. Oh my gosh. Um, I actually managed to get the whole three miles in partially because I got to the one mile mark and I thought, I am still cold and wet, but now I have warmed up enough for it not to feel quite so horrible. I think at that point I'd actually taken my running gloves off because I had enough blood pumping through that my hands were warm, too warm in the gloves. And I was like, okay, all right, I can do this. I got back, I had run the whole three miles. I was totally ready for a hot shower and hot chocolate, but I'd done it. And I was like, okay, that's, that's awesome. I'm so proud of myself, even though I considered uh, briefly not going out, but then I was like, oh, it'll be fun to run in the snow. But now I know that that isn't necessarily the case. And now I am more cautious <laughs> about going out just because it looks pretty. Um, and also I had wanted to stop. Uh, and also I had wanted to, okay, I won't stop, but I'm going to turn around a lot quicker and do a shorter run. But I never actually did any of those things because I kept trying to practice being in the now. You know, how do I feel right now? Well, I could make it until the next um, street. Well, okay, well, I can make it to where that stop sign is, where the fields start. Okay, you know what? I think I can make it to the one and a half mile mark so I can run my three miles today. And all along the way, you know, I'm making these little decisions, asking myself, can you do it? Can you just do a little bit more? You try to do the amount that you said you were going to do. And in the end, I did it. And here's the thing. This happens pretty frequently with me and running. I, I do enjoy the process of running, but not until about a mile into it. The first mile, I'm huffing and puffing. I'm too cold or I'm too hot or I'm too whatever. I'm thinking, I shouldn't have gone out today or uh, I wish this were over or maybe it's maybe it's time for me to just give up running. But the thing is, is that um, it keeps, uh, first of all, the fact is, is that I enjoy it. But the other thing is, is that I keep at the end of these runs having this feeling of accomplishment and feeling like, you know what, I just again did this thing. And now that it's done, I'm really happy that I did it. Okay, so that was the beginning of December. I kept on running up until about the time that I took Christmas vacation. Then I had the last two weeks of December off, and then I just got busy, and I was not wanting to go outside in the really frigid, frigid temperatures that we had uh, at that time. Uh, it has finally warmed up a tiny bit. It's more like um, almost 40 degrees sometimes, <laughs> uh, which, what is that, like four, five, six degrees uh, Celsius. Um, so so it's been four or five weeks since I went, went running. So this last Tuesday, I was like, oh my gosh, according to the weather, we only have a little bit of wind and the temperature isn't you know, horribly frigid. Honestly, it's the wind that's the worst. So I'm like, okay, I can dress for cold weather. If I don't have that wind, it's gonna be okay. So I start, I'm going, I'm like, this feels good. Then I get to like half mile mark and I'm thinking, 
Wow, I've really lost my muscles and my lungs and maybe it's a good time for me to just give up running now. <laughs> but I kept going and I knew I wasn't going to make it three miles after being off for a month and, you know, being all, you know, fat and sassy sitting on the couch for Christmas eating and overeating. So I was already only planning on doing two miles, but I was not sure that I could run the whole two miles without a walk break, you know, like just pausing to, to walk a section and get my breath back. But I didn't. I ran, jogged, just slowly jogged the whole two miles. And once again, was really kind of impressed and surprised with myself. And in that last mile or half a mile, I was thinking, you know what? You've been here before. You have been here in this place where you think, I'm terrible. I've lost all the progress that I've made. I'll probably never make it up. Time is going by. I'm getting, I hate to say the words getting too old because I don't really like to think about life that way. Um, but I'm getting older and maybe at some point it's time to stop doing certain things if they get too hard. But there's always this way that for some reason running becomes an analogy for writing with me. And so I end up thinking, um, I know that my muscles are going to get into that muscle memory state in, an, in about another week. <laughs> and I'm going to be maybe not as, um, as good of shape that I was in, you know, uh, a month or six weeks ago, um, but probably pretty close. And I, it actually kind of comes back pretty quickly. And then I started thinking about my writing. You know, I've been doing a lot of work building the business and not doing the amount of writing that I was used to and loved. And, and I have to say, was it um, yesterday morning? It was very, very recently, it was sometime in this last week that I was like, uh, I have a few minutes, like more than a few minutes, and I'm sitting down with my own book, working on my own writing, and I kind of feel like I don't really remember how to do this because <laughs> I've been working so hard building other areas of my business. I haven't been writing that much. And I feel a little bit like I'm really out of shape. I've lost my mojo. And the part of my brain goes to the same place that it goes with the running. Maybe is it time for me to give up? Do I have to stop? Have I actually lost it? You know, am I too old? Has too much time gone by? But then I start laughing and I think it's going to be muscle memory, just like with the running. So all of my story and how one part of my brain is like thinking, is it time to give it up? And another part of my brain is thinking, no, no, muscle memory, it's going to come back. This is normal. This has happened to you many times in the past. All of this is to be encouraging to you. What do you have in your life? And, and if you can't think of anything, you can just um, remember my story. What do you have in your life that... Uh, sometimes you get away from it for a little while and then you come back to it and you're like, this is hard or I don't remember how, or maybe I should just give this up because it's been too long. But then you start getting back into it again. You're like, there we are. There we go. Now I've got it. And you feel that wonderful sense of accomplishment for having done it. A lot of times uh, there's a lot of things that are fun in the process, but there's lots of parts of the process that aren't fun. Uh, it is not fun to be running when you're really, really cold. <laughs> and it's not great to be running when you're really, really wet. And when you're cold and wet, it's really, there's nothing fun about it at all. The only part of it that's good is when it's over. 
And sometimes we have all these different kinds of uh, similar places in our writing life. So if you need some encouragement with your writing life right now, you can either use my story as your example and just remind yourself, I'm going to get back into the flow again. It's going to come. I just need to give myself some grace and some time. Or maybe you have something else in your life that you can use as the analogy for writing. Or maybe there's something else that's difficult that you're struggling with in your life that you needed this analogy to work your way through that other part of your life. So those are my encouraging words for you today. Sometimes we just have to keep on going another few steps. Can we make it to the next street corner? Can we make it to the stop sign after that before we turn around? Or maybe by the time we get to that point, we'll have enough kind of momentum built up where we're like, yeah, I actually think I can make it the entire distance that I meant to go today, whatever that distance is for you in whatever kind of project it is that you're working on. So my wish for you and my hope for you for your whole new year is that this is the kind of thought process that will bring you through going from difficult times to better times and from better times to great times. So here is to a fantastic new year for both of us. I know that it's going to be full of really fun, exciting stories in our own personal lives that will also be able to be filled with energy and excitement and kind of the awe of, wow, I can't believe how my life turned out so well in this way or in that way that we can bring onto the page and help readers experience all of the different kinds of things that we bring into our stories just because we live lives where we keep on going and, and we try to do so with grace to ourselves, with grace to others, and with a sense of joy in the, in the accomplishments that we do. So happy writing, happy new year, and I will try to make the next Encouraging Words episode uh, not as late as this one is, but there's another example of something where things just kept on getting put off and I thought, this is terrible. I should just quit, forget January's episode. I should just wait until February. But nope, I'm going to do it even if it is near the end of the month because this is important to me. So what's important to your life, in your life that you are trying to accomplish? Just take it a step at a time and you will probably get a lot farther than you're thinking that you are today. All right, happy writing, happy new year. Talk to you next month.